podcast, Work in Theology. This is a podcast that, this is our first one. We're starting it, and it's going to be about rest, work, and theology. My name is Lemuel. I'm with my dad, Simeon Young. And uh, let's just crack open this subject today. It's kind of like we're opening op- opening a can yeah. of, of what we're going to be talking <clears throat> about. But um, before we do, actually, let's introduce ourselves. Who are you? What do you do? What's your name? All that. Yeah, my name is Simeon Young, pastor of a church in Muskogee, Oklahoma, new community church. We've been here about three years. Actually, my wife and I, Sonia, uh, we've been serving in ministry for 30 plus years. And so it's all about knowing Jesus, uh, leading others to Jesus, and we really enjoy doing kingdom work and helping others uh, populate heaven. I, um, I'm excited about this, these talks, this podcast. It's it's really going to be an expression of, of what we talk about on a regular basis. I'd say at least weekly, we'll, yep. we'll crack open the Word, do a devotion, talk about theology. And for, for a lot of people, I've, I've noticed kind of in my time in ministry, um, theology can sometimes seem a little bit too intellectual. But I really feel that um, if, we, if we lose our why, we'll lose our way. So mm-hmm. to me, talking about the why, why we believe what we believe, and digging into scripture, it's kind of taking us back to the why. Why, If we lose our why, we'll lose our way. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Our work, um, the rest, and the study of God, it should be holistic, uh, not compartmentalized. I think most people see their lives in a compartmental way where they do their work, and then they have their leisure and rest, and then they go to church and study God. But really, God is interested about this subject. He's interested in us. He is intimately involved in the details of our lives, and how we, how we live uh, matters to God. And especially if we are at a place where we're tired, weary, exhausted, burnt out, uh, studying God helps us know more about God, obviously, and then teaches us to find our rest in Him. Um, so before we go any further, I just I need to I need people to know that we have the exact same name. So you're Simeon Lemuel Young, I'm Simeon Lemuel Young, but I'm actually the third. Papa is the first, and you're junior. Yeah, and I don't like that. You know, I want to be the second. Yeah. You know, you get to be the third. My dad gets to be the first. I'm junior. So anyway, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that you just bought a car. Uh, oh, yeah. People need to hear about this. Yeah, this this week, this shows you the frustration of having the same name. Yeah. So you bought a car uh, uh, three weeks ago or four weeks ago? About, yeah. Uh, it's about a month and a half. So I went to the same dealership and bought a car two weeks ago. And since we have the same name, I got all the paperwork this week, and it's in your name, Simeon Young the Third. And so I signed all that stuff. I didn't pay attention. Obviously, they didn't pay attention. They didn't look at my driver's license, and I'm sure they did a background check uh, or a, a credit check on you. And and now it's in your name. Uh, and the I title's it, in your name. I hope it's not my credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we made it hard on them because not only do we have the same name, and we bought. A car within the same time period, but right now we're living with you guys. We're kind of in this in-between moment, looking for a house. So we we made it hard on them. So they they had their work cut out for them. But but that's I guess the frustrating thing about having the same name. I I don't think we'll see. We're praying about it. Don't think we're going to continue the trend if we have a son. Yeah, Simeon Lemuel Young the fourth. The fourth sounds like kingly. But uh, but yeah, hey, here we are talking about. 
rest, work in theology. Um, you hit on it a little bit that, you know, you've self, um, you're kind of self-confessed to be a workaholic. I can tend to, to do the same. And yeah, hi, my name is Simeon, and I am a workaholic. Yeah, and uh, I think my hope for this is, is not only that is, is this podcast helping point people to what the, the Bible says about rest and how we should find the right rhythms, but that th- this would also be a worshipful, I guess, experience talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to learn through this podcast. I'll just say that. Yeah, <clears throat> learning more about God teaches us more about ourselves, and to get in rhythm with the divine really what the Bible's all about. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, mm-hmm. and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. That is such a familiar verse, easy to read, but hard to practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to wrestle against that because I find my identity mm-hmm. often in the work that I do, which is not God's plan. Mm-hmm. Our identity should be found in Christ. Mm-hmm. So Jesus has invited us to, to, to sit with him and to learn from him. And he said, uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, many times we feel like the burden of the Lord has to be some heavy thing, but Jesus mm. said, my burden is light. And so Christian living, Christian ministry should not be such a weighty thing where, where it presses us down and pushes us under and causes us to want to give up. That That's not healthy ministry. Yeah. So I think, I think you hit on something. We can find our identity in what we do. So whether you're in ministry, whether you're serving, whether you're just in the workforce and you're a Christian, that tension to to really find our value in what we do is really against, and it's it's pulling us away from finding our value and identity in Christ. Why do you think that is? Well, it's the way the world thinks. It's the way we're wired. We're wired for work, and work is not a curse in itself. It, but work has been cursed. You know, from the Garden of Eden, you see Adam and Eve. They worked before they fell into sin. They they were stewards of the earth. And so I think there's a healthy view that we can have of work, but there also can be an unhealthy view. And when we find our identity in our work, that's when it leads to sin. You ask the average person, you know, what's your name and most and, and what do you do? And so most people would say, hey, I'm you know, my name is such and such, and I'm a, a teacher. I'm so we define ourselves yeah. by our work. We lead with yeah with our our vocation. Yeah, yeah. So let's we talked a little bit about this before uh, in planning for this, but talk about um, you had you had a moment. What was it about seven years ago? Actually, <clears throat> this kind of come to yeah, Jesus it, moment. It, well, it was about ten years ago. We were in. Um, huge transition in our ministry and in our church back in Indiana. And I'll give you the short version, but, you know, we, uh, it was more than what we imagined it would be. And it took a, it took a toll on us and we needed sabbatical. We actually needed rest, but we couldn't afford it, you know. Meaning to go on a a long vacation? No. Well, that's, that's the mistake a lot of people make when they think about sabbatical. Hey, I'm just going to go to Florida and go to the beach. No, we needed, we needed intentional, uh, intensive uh, mm. rest, which would be focusing more on Christ. Uh, yeah, time away, but not just a vacation. Most of the vacations that we've taken over the years, and mm. you know, you'll probably remember this when we would go to Phoenix or go, you know, to some 
remote place. Usually it was a preaching engagement, and yeah. it would pay for the vacation. Yeah, we'd go on vacation, and, oh, Dad's also preaching while we're here. Yeah, that's not vacation. So, um, And at the time, you know, I'm not paying attention to my body. I'm not paying attention to my soul. Um, just doing work, working yeah. hard for God. So, and, look, and I'm just saying that Jesus was calling us mm. to rest, and it, it wasn't until about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that we... It was a season where we were being called to rest, and we yeah. couldn't find it. I think people listening, most of them will be familiar that, you know, the Bible calls us to to practice a weekly rest. So one day a week. Uh, were were you and mom doing that at that time? Did you, did you yeah, were, were you all practicing that? I worked seven days a week, mm. usually going into the weekend, you know, Friday, Saturday. Most people are playing golf and mm. doing things. I'm studying, ready, getting, gearing up for Sunday. Mm. And so... Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's the tension in ministry is that pastors, when everyone else, Sunday is the the Sabbath, but for y'all, it's work, right? So you'd preach and, and be worn out, right? Oh, I'd go home and just crash on the couch and just feel like I'd just been hit by a Mack truck. And... Looking for sabbatical, trying to find uh, venues. There was one in particular that we signed up for, and uh, there's a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company in Indianapolis, Eli Lilly. They give out these grants, and some of my pastor friends got the grant to go on sabbatical, and we we signed up. Was a we filled out all this paperwork, and we actually named it the Juniper Tree. Hmm. And um, the the Juniper Tree was you know you know the story in First Kings 19 where. Elijah is on Mount Carmel, and he's faced the false prophets of Baal and the idolatry in the land, and fire falls from heaven, and then there's a rain that comes, uh, had, had not rained in three years, and so Elijah, his prayers are being answered, he's in, he's in full-blown ministry mode, but then he gets word from uh, Jezebel, and Jezebel's upset because he's killed all the false prophets, and she uh, puts a price tag on his life, and so he starts running, he ends up under a juniper tree, and he's, he's, he's requesting that God would just kill him, just let me die. And under that juniper tree, the angel of the Lord fed him food mm. and touched him. It was a supernatural touch. Mm. And so we named our, our uh, sabbatical that we were wanting to take uh, juniper tree. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it. We didn't, we didn't get the sabbatical. They picked some other names. And so we had to keep slogging away and keep uh, keep pressing forward in ministry, and we made up in our mind that if God ever gave us resources, we would create a venue mm-hmm. so pastors and leaders, Christian leaders, could find mm-hmm. rest, intentional rest, where they could come away from ministry and sit under the juniper tree mm-hmm. and be touched by the by the presence of God, by the angels of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so that's well, our heart. And it's cool that we've already had how many pastors have gone through it? A handful, three, yeah, there's three been or so. A, yeah, there's been a handful, and it's just the beginning right yeah, now. Yeah, and so I, I'm excited just to to learn from from your mistakes. I, you know, the, this whole tension of, of finding our identity and value and work, um, I think it, it leads us to be burnt out, and I think we all know burnout is real. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I think Sabbath rest offers it is very different than, and, and we'll we'll probably talk about more of this, uh, talk more about this in other episodes. But I think Sabbath rest is very different than mm-hmm. self care. Yeah. That's all the craze these days. It's 
We just got to care for ourselves and have a time of leisure. I think Sabbath includes leisure, but Sabbath rest also includes coming back to God, coming mm-hmm. back to who our source is and, and worshiping Him. And, and um, I, kind of jumping back, <laughs> and as you're listening, if, if you're wondering, like, man, you guys are all over the place. Hey, we're kind of divergent thinkers. <laughs> Uh, my dad, you're one of the most divergent thinkers I, I think I've met. So we're going to do our best to try to keep this linear. But but that's that's what this is. Part of this is going to be like we're going to scan the Bible. We're going to um, there will be rabbit trails. That we there take. will be rabbit trails. So, but let's let's jump back to that story about Elijah. You know, he's you're talking about how he's on this epic ministry um He's coming off of the, these epic ministry moments, and he's he's worn out, right? So he called down fire from heaven, right? And and then what what else did he do? He, well, there was he, like two or three things that he, were just epic. He that, prayed for rain, and um, he presented a challenge to the false prophets of Baal, the God that answered by fire, let him be God. Well, God answered by fire, and then Elijah single-handedly uh, slew, uh, I think, several hundred, uh, I, I need to look at the scripture, actually, I think there was uh, six or seven hundred false prophets of Baal, and um, yeah, it was a, it was an epic moment in his ministry. So God, was it, was it God was using him to, to bring the truth about himself to these people, and there was, there was these Baal prophets, right, who were uh, trying to push their agenda, but, but he was trying to, to show God's agenda. Did you yeah, say that's the, accurate? The entire, the entire land had been given over to idolatry. King Ahab and Jezebel were running things, and Jezebel had brought a lot of false gods into, into the land, into the country. And so it, it seemed to Elijah as if no one was serving God mm. except him. And you'll see that later on in 1 Kings 19. You'll see um, 19 and 20, where Elijah just felt like he was the only guy worshiping God, and God said, hey, there's 7,000 that have not bowed their knee to Baal. Mm-hmm. Well, that was part of Elijah's burnout, is that he felt like he was doing life and ministry alone. He was isolated, and he just needed more than a good nap. He needed to just be touched by God. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think rest should mean to us, is that if we're getting in rhythm or in step with the divine, in rhythm with God, we go all the way back to when God rested on the seventh day of creation, mm. not because God was tired, but it was the it was a divine rhythm that God set up. And mm. you look in nature, um, in music, there has to be a rest. There's mm. there's rest at inter- different intervals in music. If there's no rest, then it's a cacophony of noise, and there's no rhythm or melody. Mm. Uh, even land, uh, crops, uh, the land needs to rest. Mm. So, uh, you just can't just keep producing yeah. crop after crop on the same, you know, it's it's better for the soil and the nutrients of the soil for the land mm. to rest. And you see in Israel's uh, existence, they didn't let the land rest. And so God let them into, uh, led them into Babylonian captivity. So yeah, we're chasing some rabbit trails, but this is a theme of scripture yeah. is that Jesus personifies the rest mm. that we are seeking. His work is finished he invites us into his kingdom work, but it's not so much our work, yeah. it's his work. And so, anyway. Yeah, um, I'd like to, we'll unpack this um, in in some subsequent episodes, but the whole of Scripture 
especially in the Old Testament, it's pointing to a rest. So you see in uh, God speaks to the, the children of Israel. He promises them the promised land. And in the promised land, when they get there, they're going to experience this rest. Um, but then they experience it in a, in a half or in a um, not completely fulfilled way. And then Jesus comes to ultimately fulfill um, and point people to himself who embodies this, uh, yeah. what's called eschatological rest or the ultimate rest that God intends for us. Um, so I'm excited to kind of unpack what all that means. But um, I, think, um, I think that the rest of God, like you said, is so needed. Um, the, the work that we do is, is against this rest. And in the next episode, uh, episode two, we're actually planning to talk about how the curse of man, uh, of Adam and Eve, how that actually specifically comes against to, to lead us physically away to away from the rest of God into self-sufficiency. Um, so we'll get into some of that. But um, anything else you want to say about Elijah? Kind of jumping back to that story of Elijah, one of the things I noticed is Elijah goes to the mountain and um, he's he's trying to hear the voice of God, but it says God was not in the wind, um, God was not in the 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 thunderstorm, but then God came in the form of a whisper. Mm-hmm. So I've I've heard a pastor describe that sometimes God speaks quietly to us when we're <clears throat> when we're wanting to hear the voice of God, like God, I'm so burnt out, like I just want to hear you, I want you to prove yourself to me, but like. He came to Elijah. He came in the form of a whisper because what what do you do when someone whispers? You you lean in. Mm. So so he described that this rest um, we can hear God when we get still before Him and lean in and whisper. So that when we rest, that's what we're doing. We're we're acknowledging God and we are listening to what He has to say. So I, I thought that was a a, um, a cool part of that story. Is there anything else about that story that you think people need to take away? Well, <clears throat> when you think of Elijah being completely exhausted, another miraculous aspect of the story, when he ran down from Mount Carmel, he outran um, the the chariots that were, that were alongside him, the horses, and he, I mean, you talk about moving fast, and you can just read through that real quick and, and, not, and not catch that, but so there was some physical exhaustion. Uh, so he's, he's he's physically exhausted. He's emotionally spent and spiritually tired. So he was crushing it for the kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> killing it for the kingdom, yeah. and actually it was killing him. Yeah. And and when he said, "I'm no better than my fathers," Lord, Lord, just take me now, just kill me now. Um, that was a place that I was at. Mm-hmm. I was at a place of not just burnout, but I was ready to. Uh, I wasn't suicidal in a, in such a way that I wanted to hurt myself. I just didn't want to live. I didn't feel like I had anything to live for. And the Lord in that time, he, he, uh, he held me up. I held on to Romans 8.32, if God spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all. Uh, basically, it was saying how much more will he freely give us all things. If he would give mm. us Jesus, why would he be holding out on us? Mm. Well, that I held on to that verse. Um, in that time, we downsized. We we were uh, our income was at a at a low mm-hmm. in, in ministry. Um, so he's kind of yeah, aligning so, your life yeah. to slow you down. Yeah, in a way. and so we 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 bought this fixer upper, 
and a lot of sweat equity there. And that, we can get into that in later <laughs> versions. Uh, sweat equity is, uh, is good, but then maybe it's not so good. But God allowed us to, uh, to find rest in that fixer-upper because we had a pool. We had to redo the pool. It was a wooden pool, of all things, mm. and they had made it back in the 60s. You know, mm-hmm. Instead of concrete, it was, it was wooden, mm-hmm. uh, marine wood, and then covered in a, in a, uh, uh, a pool um, liner. And a beautiful pool when we finished, yeah. but didn't know that the entire property was surrounded by juniper trees. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, these were massive 40-foot juniper trees. Um, I actually looked looked it up and didn't know didn't know it, you know, while we were living there. But about six months in, I said to Sonia, I said, hey, you realize that, that, that we're surrounded by juniper trees. And so God gave us... He gave us a spiritual rest, even though we didn't get a so literal sabbatical. Just to tie it together in case someone missed it, just like the story in Elijah, where he's burnt out from crushing it for the kingdom. Y'all were burnt out for crushing for the kingdom, and you're learning about the story. But you're also God is aligning your life and using this property mm-hmm. where you're under the juniper tree uh, in your pool yeah. and kind of having this revelation. Also. Yes. Elijah was under the juniper tree when the angel of the Lord came and fed him and yeah. nourished him. So was, that's a cool kind of connection or a yeah, similarity to that story. Yeah, and, and so let me follow through. Um, while we did find some uh, rest and recovery in that season, living in that new property, God was still stirring our hearts. And so we felt like it was time to kind of take off our lead pastor hat, um, and we signed up to join a team down in Houston and, and served alongside some pastors down there. And, um, that was four years. There was Mm -hmm. a a time of, of spiritual healing Mm -hmm. and we weren't in triage mode. We weren't like in emergency. We, you know, we were able to, to resign, take some deep breaths. Yeah. After 20 plus years of pastoring in one location, we were able to resign in a graceful way and not in a desperate way, but, and then, uh, join a, a team down in Houston and, that proved to be a time of, of sabbatical for us. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we got our steam back mm-hmm. to not just do ministry at that church, but to start working on Juniper Tree, mm-hmm. this pastor's retreat. That's great. Well, I think it's cool, um, and we'll kind of land this plane. Uh, we're going to try to keep these episodes under 30 minutes, so, uh, and we'll come out with them probably biweekly. But as we um, kind of wrap up, um, hearing your story is cool. Kind of hearing the story of Elijah is cool, um, and I think I think I think this is going to be really helpful for for people. I hope it is. I pray it is because I think rest is so needed. I think we're just so burnt out, and and it seems like for the past five years, all I hear is people are burnt out, and we still, as a human race, haven't seemed to figure it out. Well, you know, in Revelation it says that in the last days, Satan. Our adversary would try to wear out the saints of God, and I don't know if we're in the last days. It seems like we are. Uh, a lot of things point to the fact we're in the last days. And so looking at rest, finding rejuvenation in Christ, is it, it, it's so vital for, for believers right now. Uh, since 2020 began, you know, we look at, at what's unfolded in our world, not just in the United States, but in our world, mm-hmm. and it's unprecedented. And mm-hmm. so this subject matter, I believe, is going to be helpful 
if people just lean into it. Let me just share one more thing, and we can get into this in, in future podcasts, but the Mary-Martha contrast comes to mind right now, mm. where they were friends of Jesus, That's and Jesus good. came over to their house, and Martha's serving and, and doing what she does best, mm. and Mary is just sitting at his feet. And That's so good. Martha scolded Mary, said, Mary, why don't you come help me? Mm-hmm. You know, we're serving Jesus. Yeah. He's, you know, he's the son of God. He's here in our mm-hmm. house. And, and the, Mar- Martha even scolded Jesus that, hey, why don't you tell Mary to come serve? And Jesus, he kind of gently rebuked Martha. He said, Martha, Martha, you are troubled out with many things, but Mary has chosen the one thing, the most essential thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as we serve God, as we do the Martha thing, we also need to do the Mary thing. We need to have extended times where we sit and listen. You said that earlier, mm. sit and listen, mm. listen for his voice, read his word, mm-hmm. not just two weeks of vacation uh, on the beach somewhere, but really dial in to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Mm. And that's where rest is found. That's good. Well, hey, let's let's land this. Um, so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to whatever uh, platform you're listening on, whether it be Spotify or Apple or YouTube or, or any, anywhere else. We'd love also to add value to you. So if you could go to junipertree.life slash podcast, if you have any questions or thoughts that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Again, that's junipertree.life slash podcast. Uh, Drop us a question, leave us a comment. Uh, We'd like to hear from you and, and answer any questions you have. So thank you so much for joining. This is Lemuel. I'm with my dad, Simeon, and we'll catch you next time on episode two. Thank you.